Hello and welcome back yet again to yet another episode of the BTP podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're doing fabulous. We're back with Turtle as a per our previous episode. Um, and we're going to talk about some cool stuff uh, today, next few days, and so forth and so on. It's going to be a few days of a uh, few episodes of lots of goodies around. So welcome back, Turtle. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm doing better. What about you? Yeah, that's that's great to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, not bad. Uh, it was a good day. Uh, very productive. Lots of work to do, though. And uh, now weather was nice. I went for a walk. That was uh, that was also good. It's a bit and, dark, though. Like, yeah, it's getting dark. 9 p.m. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're recording this as of 9 p.m., which is good. Yeah. So, so how are you doing overall? Uh, life is good. Life is treating you well. Ah, uh, yes. Um, work, work, work. And yeah. What the Friday? So we are celebrating Happy Friday, yay! But not today, of course, unfortunately. No, no, we're looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, it is exactly. So then, <laughs> and then on Friday we look forward to Monday. <laughs> yes, to, to celebrate Happy Monday. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right. So today we're going to talk about a little bit about um, two th- topics, which kind of go, I guess, hand in hand, at least in your story, <clears throat> and that is about initially about immigration as a whole. I mean, of course, you can share your personal uh, story, but then uh, immigration as a whole, what are the, will you will you uh, advise it on others? Will you tell others to immigrate? Let's start there. So what are your thoughts on immigration? Uh, I, then to, to break the ice a little bit, to give the audience a little bit of a background. So the reason we're talking about immigration is because the way I personally look at immigration is, um, Immigration is basically an uprooting of your life. So you have to, first of all, have the courage to leave so many things behind. Uh, in, and I kind of look at it the Vikings way, if you will. I look at it uh, as going after something different, something more, something better, something different. I think the different part is the key. And for the opportunity, as long as you're not going to Valhalla, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that's how I look at immigration. I feel like it's you're just seeking uh, more opportunity, different opportunity, um, um, at a broad level. But what are your thoughts as a whole? And will you suggest it to others? Uh, should they be in a position to be debating it? Yeah, of course, I agree. I mean, it depends on where you are, where where you're immigrating to. I mean, right. so so you, so when you're leaving so many stuff behind you, like your parents, your, I mean, whatever, like you, you're just leaving your friends, not only like your friends and parents, maybe you're leaving something that you love. I mean, your books, I mean, your car, you never know. I mean, who knows? Right. Um, so you're, you're leaving them for, to build a better future. Right. Other than that, like there is no point, or 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 you, somebody or something like. Somehow you should be forced to do that. I'm not considering that. This that's a whole another story. So I mean, I don't, I can't say anything about it. If you are forced to immigrate, that's something. It's not an option for you. But as an option, if you're immigrating, the whole idea is to go somewhere that you think that you're gonna you can live better and with a better life, better conditions, anything. Like, for example, in our side, like, 
uh, we don't have kids, but if we want to have kids, we want our kids to live in a place that they can be happy. They can live like they supposed to, not like, right. like, I mean, not should, they shouldn't work under like hard conditions or they, they should, they like, they can work and work and work. But at the end, if they can't get anything and they're still like at the level of being poor and starving mm -hmm. so that was the point that i mean right. so so many countries around there uh, like people day and night are working um but at the end of the day they can't just living for not to die to survive they're just right. surviving mm -hmm. i mean this is unacceptable because i mean we are living this life once and just surviving it we are not indonesia we are just not we are trying to build something for our yeah. kids because we have that complexity we have that civilization the the mm -hmm. we, like we are we evolved uh, we we have this complexity i mean so the, I, I i agree it with you at that point so we just we came we came to canada for that purpose to like to live a better life to yeah. to like make our dreams come true like i have lots of dreams and i want to make them real here yeah and i know that this country allows me to do so uh, mm -hmm. as long as i have a like like a work permit permanent residency or like right. of course like citizenship i mean mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. authorization of course yeah mm -hmm. uh yeah but it is hard it is hard not this this Sorry. not everybody can do it i mean I know I, I'm thinking in my parents' shoes, like they complain all the time, but they don't have that courage to leave everything and go somewhere else. Especially like because of the language barrier, of course. Right, right. I'm yeah, not well, sure. I'm not point? sure. Yeah, but I'm not sure. Like if if my parents know how to speak English, for example, I'm still not sure they can leave everything behind and go somewhere to speak English. But this is the first step. This is the right. first thing, the language barrier. And I mean, this provides an excuse at the yes, minimum. Yes, yes. Uh, who is going to, like, who is going to learn at this age? I mean, people are, some people can graduate from university at For sure. 70 years old, but I mean, yeah. it depends from person to person, of course. Um, and it's called a comfort zone, of course, for your parents. They're, yeah. they're happy. So anyway, so, but it's also full of challenges immigrating to somewhere like okay let's let's say that you already can speak a language of the country that you're immigrating mm -hmm. uh, let's skip that part let's say that we all know that language for example here english then the next thing the next challenge is um the culture of course so you're mm -hmm. coming from a culture mostly a different culture some common things of course but some different things it can sometimes get hard to use to it uh, learn it but of course i mean you should find a way to learn it you should find a way to have some friends uh, it is also a challenge to like to meet people because i'm not talking about being young i'm talking about like me that i immigrated here like around 30 years old so mm -hmm. You know that, right? Like if you get older, it is becomes harder to find friends or like have close friends. I mean, you 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 become picky. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you don't you don't get those opportunities as often. For example, if you come at a university level or high school level or even earlier, well, then you get to you know build those relationships in school and then um, you know, university and so forth. So so that would be different. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, also in university, I came as a postdoc here. Like I had, a, like a, we have people in the group, like PhDs, master's students. Okay, at the school, you're taught like having like a nice conversations. You you're enjoying the talk, etc. But right. when the day is over, everybody goes to home, and, yeah. and you don't go out uh, even on like a weekends. Uh, I don't remember that I call or somebody called me to let's go here, like just happened rarely yeah i mean yeah. i don't know maybe i didn't call or uh, they didn't call because we, we all like uh, we are picky or we already have some other friends uh, or yeah. we are just lazy like yeah, laying man. down at home and let's let's go watch this let's go watch that like I mean, uh, of course uh, going yeah. out is something uh, you don't prefer if you don't have a hobby outside uh, right so anyways, yeah, that, that were like I, I was lucky. Of course, I came here with my wife, uh, so I wasn't alone. And I know that I had friends who were like alone. They were like have struggling with that. They were like mm. sometimes depressing with that. Right, um, makes sense. This is this is something challenging for people, especially who are like immigrating by themselves. Um, this can be challenging after like language barrier because having friends is a bit hard. Um, next thing is of course paperwork, some governmental issues. Oh, for example, those are for awesome, example, right? Yeah. Oh, amazing. I mean, like I mean, <laughs> full of like um, being anxious, full of about being anxious, like pulling nerves. Like I mean, what's gonna happen? full yep. you're just getting stressed you're applying for example i came with work permit so it was like a one year or two years at the fir at first uh the first year was okay because i had one year more but when like i'm yeah, getting pushes against my, the deadline yes oh yes i mean it's full of like anxiety okay let's have we have to apply and i you're waiting sometimes months and you never know maybe maybe you always have in back of your mind like oh, what if they reject what if I had to go back home after one year? Like this, even in one year, even imagine that. Like, yeah, you're trying because you're trying to build something here. You're trying to do something, yep. and you want to like instead of thinking about this stuff, you want to focus on things about what you can do next. Yep. What yep. is the next step? Uh, what should I do? But this, you do this at some point but then when you are approaching the deadlines you just stop doing that and okay uh what should i do like we have to apply this and we have to wait and response of yeah. i hope we can we won't get rejected yeah that's that kind of stuff this this is something um challenging also like in a mental mentally challenging right. mm -hmm. you can it, it it doesn't help you with that so so then you're um yeah you're looking for people who sponsored you to extend your contract or look for another job that they can sponsor you to continue living here. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, I, my contract was extended by my employer. Um, yep. 
but it was one year so that was full of challenges and also if you want to for work permit there are two stories like one is open work permit for example one is mm. closed work permit i had a closed work permit so i can't legally work for someone else i wasn't be i wasn't right. able to work for someone else of course um that's also like uh something problematic i mean i i probably like the probably there are lots of reasons to do that of course but i mean for a person who was having closed work permit it's hard to find a job like i mean i was like interested in going to industry at that time so right. but not all the companies are able to provide you the necessary paperwork to sponsor you they are like yeah. oh okay so we are done not that big we are still startup and or we are this and we can't sponsor mm. you sorry yeah whatever this, this is how the system is so you survive somehow if you really want to like stay or if you really want to like do something and yep. if you just focused you know where you you find your way of course yep. because, yeah yeah I, I like for example i came to ottawa in my in my as for my second postdoc last year and i got another contract but then i applied for permanent residency and now i have a permanent residency Mm-hmm. which which is good now i don't have issues and like i don't have concerns about this kind of permits etc but like right right uh, yeah your yeah, mind is free it, of the bureaucracy oh, yeah. you have to... yeah, exactly even like i when i was in my first post like in montreal i applied to um incubated with a project uh, which is mm-hmm. accelerated called Santec. uh i was got i got accepted for the project and i like uh, me and my professor ex-professor was like we were co-founders mm-hmm. the idea i i always like the 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 name of the project microscobot i mean it was an amazing name i i still like it i mean <laughs> it was a kind of idea that tries to automate microscopy with the ai i was so involved in the AI, mm-hmm. even though i didn't have any expert is like i didn't study ai i didn't have that much experience all uh, personal hobby and but i was like i was using microscope uh, electron microscope so i was like why not i mean not electron microscope maybe because they are expensive toys but why not for the like regular traditional microscopes optical ones yeah maybe i can design a system that you can just put your samples and leave for the coffee and the whole system goes back forth right left uh, focus and deal with everything by itself automatically collected data after like a couple of hours so you have thousands of images wow amazing you were just drinking your coffee and you now after one hour you have thousands of images so yeah i pitched the idea i took uh, like I got trained by them like a three months. Uh, it was like an intensive three months program from the, this in entrepreneurship level. They were teaching you that. So what were they teaching you? They were teaching you only the entrepreneurship, uh, entrepreneurship. or technical stuff too? Um, networking, how to build network and how to prepare your uh, minimum viable product MVPs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you should have to do, how you can deal with the business plan. Uh, they mostly were using lean startup idea, like mm-hmm. don't try to get the perfect product. Just start with something that you can show potential customers, potential mm-hmm. investors 
that my idea is this, how this is a demonstration, no limit. It can be even, you don't need to pay like a, it can be cost-free. You can just some, build something or you can just create a, a software like, or like a, I, what I did was like, for example, I applied object detection with, for a video that I created from microscopy. Um, I just applied object detection over it. And I showed that how the objects are like a tracked with the algorithm and how was it moving left, right? And how was it detecting the focus and the system, if not focus, how to align the axis, et cetera. Like, I mean, I, I had that, it, was, it took me like five hours, six hours. Yeah, but the problem was that everything went well. Like there were like a lot of brilliant ideas around. So you were also uh, be able to connect with them. Uh, you can also, um, I don't know, like you can, if, if there's a good connection between you and someone else, you can just that guy or you can join him or you, they, her, uh, they can join you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a very dynamic environment, but the next step was you have to build your startup really officially have to start it to be able to uh, go to the next step but i couldn't do that because i had a work permit and there was there no way there was no way to start the company you have to find someone who yeah. has a residency or citizenship that needs to be at least I don't know. I'm just gonna. I don't remember exactly the numbers. 20, 25 percent or something like that. Mm -hmm. To have that share in the company to be able to, like, a build it. So that was the time. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm not gonna be able to do anything unless I receive my permanent residency. Yeah. Just hold me back for some time. To be honest, mm -hmm. these are all challenges. I mean, cultural. Um, going immigrating somewhere else language barrier then this kind of stuff i mean the like, bureaucracy yeah so bureaucracy, I, I, yeah. I do want to go a little bit back first and then come back to this so you mentioned a while back you mentioned courage and i think that's a key key word in immigration because um anybody who's like had gone through immigration will tell you more or less it's not an easy endeavor uh, even so, some people have it worse, some people have it better, some people have a better experience, easier experience, some people have a more difficult experience. Uh, but ultimately, even the ones who have a relatively easy experience is generally difficult because, first of all, you have to move on from something, as you mentioned, you have to put some stuff behind. Mm -hmm. uh, either they're actually, you know, literally stuff like uh, inanimated objects like books and, you know, whatever. Um, or for example, a job maybe, mm. uh, or there are people uh, that you have to move move away from. And it doesn't mean that you don't keep contact with them, but it means that, well, you're not gonna be seeing them every day. Um, and then you, the, the second fold of that is that there are going to be lots of challenges. As you mentioned, there's many folds, cultural language barriers, cultural barriers, experiential barriers. Sometimes it's not easy to find the right job in the same industry because um, you don't have the right experience in that country. Now you may have experiences in other countries, but sometimes they don't translate all that well, depending on the field, of course. Um, so it takes a lot of courage to leave what you have behind. And as you mentioned, some people are forced to move and just go somewhere else because of uh, wars or to refugees. So maybe it's a different story there, but for those who choose to immigrate then, 
um, it does take courage because it means that you have to uproot your life, um, whether it's good or bad, however good or bad it is. Uh, nevertheless, you have to dis disturb the environment. And I think it takes courage. But with everything, if you have the courage, if you wisely choose and you're courageous, odds are that you're going to get something out of it, either a good result ultimately or a good lesson, even if you fail. So I just wanted to point that out and see um, if there's anything you want to add on that courage point uh, to the whole story of immigration before we move on to bureaucracy. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like if it's courage. In my case, I was planning to like move somewhere like Europe or United States or Canada. When even when I was like in bachelor, mm. that was kind of like my plan already because I really wanted to have opportunity to build something big. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't do it in your own country. Yes, maybe, but the effort. Um, okay, they're not same. Okay, it the, the dynamics are very different. For example, mm -hmm. in my country. Um, First of all, there are not much technology companies around, uh, like mm -hmm. not, it's like a considered like Silicon Valley. I mean, yeah. come on, like if you go to Silicon Valley, somehow, if you started to be become an entrepreneur in Silicon Valley, the network, the people, like what we're talking about here is environment. You yeah. need that. You mm -hmm. need that. I mean, for example, Canada, in Ottawa, I'm, I'm not in Montreal, that well, there was an environment for sure. But wherever you are, doesn't matter. Like a country-wise, you feel that. There are opportunities here. Mm -hmm. If you have the idea, if you have the motivation, if you have this like, okay, I'm going to do it. If you have this motivation here, you know that nothing can stop you. But this is not the case for all the countries. Yep. You have to either be really lucky or you have to be like, you know people, really. You have to have a, this kind of network. Um, yeah, there are people, of course, they succeed in these countries, of course. I cannot say that, for no, sure. you yeah. can't, you can't. This is no way. No, I'm not saying that. Of course you can. Yep. But I mean, um, having an idea and to become a giant is more possible here. Yeah, there's definitely more opportunities. It's more deep. No, I agree. So I guess there is another element to the courage that you're basically mentioning. And that is, well, first of all, you need ambition. You need a reason to move. Now, in your case, it's ambition. Sometimes it's something else. But in your case, it seems to be the ambition. And I think it's the same in my case. Uh, and then you need also to be slightly adventurous, if not extremely adventurous. You need to be at least slightly adventurous to step into the unknown and be comfortable with that. So you take you take a courage, you take a reason to have to move to uproot your life. Otherwise, why would you? Well, otherwise you mm -hmm. seem to be an idiot. <laughs> and you need to be adventurous to a degree. Uh, would you say that's, that's probably the base criteria for somebody to immigrate? Hey, I mean, you're right, definitely. I mean, courageous and being adventurous I think they all combine the single point, which mm -hmm. is, I think, not being scared of failing. Mm. If, you, if you're mm -hmm. not scared of failing, I mean, if you're like, okay, I can fail first time, second time, third time, 
no no worries this life goes on and as long as i'm alive and as long as i'm capable of doing stuff my brain works or i can do something as long as i can do that nothing can stop you you can yeah. fail of course you're gonna fail you're gonna fail because you're trying something new if you're not failing yeah. you're it means that you're not learning and not trying something new mm. if, if, if that means that you're following successful people because they pass this road and they like design mm-hmm. how you cannot fail on this road you're just following it that you're not learning you're just like clothing like well, what's called like you're just doing exactly the same they did but in a way that when they became successful mm-hmm. you're not yeah. taking the part that they failed but they failed yeah for sure you, you you should be able to accept that you're gonna fail and you're not gonna scare of that if you're scared of failing oh this is not the correct um way you for your life that, that you shouldn't maybe immigrate i mean yeah mm-hmm. you can still uh, but you you're not gonna so be happy just, maybe yeah. That can yeah I, I don't think i don't think you can really immigrate without failure like it's it, it will be there you're gonna make mistakes because you don't know the, as you mentioned you have the culture shock you have all these problems that you you just don't know a lot of things honestly even in in your perfect environment it's impossible to not make mistakes and fail but the odds will be multiplied 10 times 100 times thousand times as much because that's just the nature of things you're stepping into the unknown and when there's lots of uncertainty the chances of making a mistake goes higher but then that's okay that should be okay so that's where the as you mentioned the courage and adventurism converge essentially and then you need a reason now for some people it's just ambition uh, or you know curiosity or both uh, for some people it's just you know what i want to give my ch- children a, a, a better life potentially or i want this or that um and for some people unfortunately it's not a choice they, they're forced up uh that's first upon them. Okay, so let's just move on a little bit before we come to the close of this episode. So next episode, we'll talk about a little bit more about the entrepreneurship aspect of it. Um, but I just wanted to address because we mentioned the bureaucracy. So um, as with all governments, uh, when you deal with them, they tend to be a bit bureaucratic. And that obviously creates a lot of hurdles. Now, one of the uh, advantages of, I guess, um, specifically United States and I guess in recent years, Canada has been that actually to try to remove lots of these uh, bureaucracy to a high degree or reduce them at least uh, when it comes to talent, when it comes to entrepreneurs, when it comes to uh, investors, um, so that you can tap into a pool of talent and capital all over the world, not only within your own uh, confined borders. And I guess that's one of the success stories of America that actually, uh, United States specifically, I mean, uh, America is a continent technically, mm-hmm. but United States of America has been that one of the stories has been um, that the fact that they were able to attract the best of the best talents all around the world. And they've done that by trying to, uh, specifically in the past, but uh, maybe less so presently, but then Canada is taking that place a little bit. Um, they have been trying to do that by reducing those bureaucracies because they, they basically gave people a chance to, you know, focus on your own thing, focus on things that you're actually good at. And of course, there's going to be some bureaucracy. That's just impossible as you deal with governments. They want to make sure that uh, who you are, that you, their borders remain safe. 
that you're not misrepresenting yourself in one way or another. So there is going to be a little bit of that and governments being the huge entities that they are, they're not really good at reducing these bureaucracies actually add to it. That's just the nature of things. Um, so what do you think can be done in the case of entre uh, entrepreneurship or generally speaking, talent acquisition from the standpoint of a country, let's say like Canada or, or any country for that matter that wants to accept immigrant and wants to accept talent uh, or uh, you know specific kind of work workforce in different industries doesn't matter. What can be done in your personal experience? Now you had the experience of Canada and you had a very specific experience. Of course I had a uh, slightly different experience but similar in terms of it be being bureaucratic. Um, so what are the, do you have any thoughts? Have you thought about it? What can be done to, or not not specifically, I'm not talking about specifically, like directionally, is there general ideas that you think can help with reducing this tension and allowing talent to just, you know, flourish? Yeah, I mean, Canada is doing actually good. When I was like, like in, in, in this entrepreneurship program, the last day they mentioned me this entrepreneurship uh, immigration program. I didn't know that before. Like, um, it you had to apply it. Uh, like, we just I, I I was in Montreal, so the problem was I couldn't speak French, so I couldn't apply right. for the permanent residency. But I didn't know you can apply for entrepreneurship program even within a uh, within Montreal, within Quebec. Mm -hmm. So if I knew it before, but uh, the thing is, like, you have three months, but usually it like takes one one and a half year. So I, in any case, I won't be able to, I, like, I couldn't probably get my permanent residency in that case uh, to build my startup. But uh, the, the, this is tricky, to be honest. I mean, there are lots of talents around the world, of course. Uh, the countries, companies, are they, they're fighting to mm -hmm. get these talents. But That's right. while you're, like, if you make things so easy for people to immigrate a country, with talent of course is something good but you have to care about the society also like mm. who you are like like a giving residency these guys right. are okay talented but who are they i mean maybe they are not some of them they are not like um they can be rude they can make things harder for other people uh, you never know. I mean, yeah, they, just they, because they are my, talented in, doesn't mean that they are just can get people. along with other people. Uh, yeah. Uh, in my experience, criminals are very talented, especially the successful ones, but you don't oh, want yeah. them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah. example. Like, you want to make sure that you're, you're letting in the right kind of people and not uh, international criminals, for example. Oh, yeah. Maybe very talented, but uh, nevertheless. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Enough. I mean, that I'm sense. sure. I know. So, it's a level. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, software level, maybe hackers, they mean they, they're just stealing people's information, credit yeah. cards, etc. They are so extremely talented. But then you're saying, okay, so you're talented, come to my country, steal yeah. people here. Like, no, it is it is a tricky business. I, I understand that. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think overall Canada is not the worst for by any stretch of the imagination. It's doing pretty okay, pretty good overall. Uh, still, I think there are some aspects of the bureaucracy that can be trimmed if not yeah again they're yeah. doing pretty good but yeah so um 
waiting times are long, for example. Somehow, if this, if this can be reduced, the yep. processing times, that can be much yep. better, that, of course. People have options. Yes, you don't have to stress about it. If, for example, you get a rejection of, of some sort, then you have the time to respond to it uh, in a timely manner. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think that would be probably the best place to start um, uh, to actually reduce this. Uh, processing times. Um, all right, we'll continue this discussion, of course, to go uh, specifically more on the entrepreneurship side. But uh, before we close, though, is there anything you want to uh, mention that we missed or you wanted to talk about that we haven't? No, not so far. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, it's tricky. Yeah, I agree. This Everything is tricky. This is tricky for government. This is tricky for immigrant. I mean, yeah, this exactly. is it's not easy for anybody mm -hmm. um, everybody is just trying to make things better uh, yeah. immigrants uh, they are trying to make their lives better or mm -hmm. they're like me I mean, they have some um, they have ambition and they also want to provide a better life for their kids for their yeah. like their lovings I mean so you can do this uh, here and you just you need courage. Uh, so as long as you have courage, okay, that you can fail. I mean, there there, there are things yeah. that tricky. Of course, you you can hold you back for some time. You can just get sad, but you have to focus on the future, not the problems. You always have to you you should always have to focus on the solution, not the problem. Mm -hmm. Problem is there. Focusing on the problem is not gonna solve the problem by itself. Focusing right. on the solution is going to help you to solve that problem. Most of the people are they they miss this part. They they just focus on the problem. Oh, okay, I have this problem. I I hate this. I hate that. Yeah, I am complaining also. Like I, everybody complains because it's a good <laughs> way of releasing energy, tension, good yeah. way of tension. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, the, the seriously you take this focusing on the solution part more serious. Complaining uh, is something else, but focusing on problem is another thing. Mm -hmm. Don't mm -hmm. you shouldn't focus on that. So you don't need to scared of immigrating. Um, just think about what what you can achieve afterwards. Mm -hmm. If okay, let's say that I, if I immigrate to Canada, I want to immigrate to Canada. I want to move there, and uh, but there these are gonna be problem. This is gonna be problem. Okay, but. Think about what you can do here. You can start a business. You can find a very good job. You can do something in quantum computation. You can do something good in AI. Uh, you can go to a very high-ranking university. You can study neuroscience. I mean, mm. of course, there are like a, lots of opportunities. You have to focus on them. You have to focus on what you're going to do next. Yeah, but meanwhile, of course, governments are also struggling how to make, how to pick talent and correct people for the society to make the society better of course yep. yeah because everybody wants to have a society that everybody gets along well everybody yep. shows respect to each other like um, everybody is happy they can mm -hmm. focus only on the things they they love like for example you ai me ai quantum computation to to move this technology move the science forward let's let's move everything in a better way like like let's 
focus on how we can make this world better in terms of how we can live better, how we can make the technology better, science, and how we can make more discoveries, how we can go to other galaxies, other planets, how we can colonize them, how we can mine the asteroids. We mm. should focus on this because at the end of the day, we, we, we are just polluting our, like our home with yeah. the mining. Yeah. We need those chemicals, of course, because of many things. But if we focus all together on the future and on the things that we can achieve all together, like on the space, um, even yep. like um, in the science tech and anything, art, I mean, everything, just focus on improving things. Mm-hmm. It is the way how it evolves. I mean, it's yep. the way how it should go instead uh, of like fighting each other. Yeah, it has always been. Agreed. That makes a lot of sense. I don't know yeah, how I, I came to this point, but <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's good. Actually, this is a, this is something we're gonna continue talking about. The more the you know the entrepreneurship aspect, the you know the uh, the innovation and improvements aspect for sure. We'll so our next episode we'll continue the this conversation basically uh, from we'll we'll move on a little bit from immigration side, but we'll mm. we'll maneuver more on entrepreneurship and um, uh, the lean startup philosophy that you were telling me about. So we'll, we can delve into that a little bit. All right. So um, I'm not going to say goodbye because we already said that we're going to have that next episode very soon <laughs> about, yeah, <laughs> about the uh, entrepreneurship aspect. But I do want to say goodbye to our audience. And I, as always, I'm really glad that you guys uh, tuned in, listen to us. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you will enjoy the next ones. And thank you, Thiril, for joining and until next episode. Yeah, thank you very much. See you, yeah. everybody. Take care. See ya. Bye, everyone.